I've been thinking all week about what it means to offer this service on trees when the most urgent heartbreak of our time keeps coming each day asking for our response. By which I mean, of course, the killing of black and brown boys and men by the police. And I mean the daily news now of shootings in stores or workplaces. And still, I mean, hundreds dying each day in our country from this pandemic that will not yet relent. Every day, another trauma, it keeps coming. And here we are this Sunday talking about trees. I thought more than once about changing. But this is finally what I came to believe. Everything that I described earlier in the video about that sort of reorientation of loyalties that life calls us towards, this reorientation inspired by the teachings in the overstory and in the teachings of Robin Wall Kimmerer and also connected to lessons that have run through the whole of my life to understand ourselves as a part of the fir or the spruce or the cedar nation, to reorient our allegiance in such ways. This is not a political move or a community organizing tactic. This shift describes a fundamentally spiritual transformation. We have, after all, misunderstood creation and our place in it. We have misunderstood what it means to be human, and we have misplaced our ultimate loyalty, which means we do not have a political problem, and we do not need an organizing strategy. We have a spiritual problem, a spiritual crisis. And it is this same crisis that creates the culture of death and violence and self-interest and short-sightedness that keeps us all grieving and teetering between despair and overwhelm, longing for comfort and more often practicing escape. It is this same crisis that is killing unarmed children of color, and it is this same crisis that led to too, far too many preventable deaths in this last year from COVID. We do not have an environmental crisis plus a racial justice crisis plus a gun crisis. It's all the same thing. We have a spiritual crisis. And so we need spiritual tools and practices. We need new rituals and prayers and songs and stories that tell us who we really are and who we belong to, what matters most of all. And we need to be rigorous in our practices, disciplined. We need maybe not even more than anything new. We need also the old rituals, prayers, songs, stories, all reconstituted in service of this world that is trying to be born or reborn. We need to remember the ancient future world, the world reborn, the world born again, baptized in our new or very old covenant with all of creation. 
One of the most persistent themes in the overstory is about time. How we mistakenly imagine time as if it goes forward in a line. How we believe the past just somehow goes away. How we struggle to imagine time as if it existed before our own lifetimes or if it will after we are gone. Trees, of course, have no such misunderstandings. The trees of my childhood, for example, in and around the Olympic National Park, they can be up to a thousand years old. I mean, think of it, staying put in a single spot for a thousand years, all that would be witnessed and received, all these lessons of humility and looking. Yet underground, there is anything but stillness and staying put. Every moment over those centuries, they've shifted and responded, grew and connected, encoded messages into their root systems, co-creating sophisticated systems of relationship, expert examples of faithful covenants, ensuring the survival of their species, their communities, and I mean not survive as in tomorrow or next year or even the next decade, survive as in all of us need all of us to make it. Life, Powers writes, has a way of talking to the future. Life has a way of talking to the future. It's called memory. It's called genes, which to me is a way of saying whatever we do now, we don't always realize it, but we too are encoding messages like the trees, messages that will become memories for later generations, the stories they tell, ways that they will come to know what matters and why. And also literally every trauma that we absorb or ignore, and also every trauma that we tend to and heal, we pass along these lessons in our genes. Everything we have today is our inheritance and every prayer and every story, every song, every breath we offer is our legacy. The problems we face today are urgent, no less urgent than Martin Luther King spoke of when he implored us not to miss the fierce urgency of now, 50 years ago. But in this, our new and renewed covenant with all of life, we must pair this urgency with an epical patience like the trees imagining that we are sending in our blood and our bones messages to life a thousand years from now. And our task each day is to live our religion such that when these messages are received, they will look back to their great imaginative, resilient ancestors and say, thank you. <laughs>